They will hand him over to be mocked, flogged, and crucified. Good morning, Christian America. You think your life is tough right now. You think that you have troubles going on right now. I'm not trying to take anything away from the trials or the tribulations that you have going on in your life, but I would tell you that today's passage that we're going to cover on the Good Morning Christian America podcast, Jesus is predicting his death. And not only is he just predicting his death, he's letting everyone know of the tragedy that is about to occur. He is telling his followers that he is going to be handed over to the Gentiles. He will be mocked. He will be flogged. And he will be crucified. We know what happens when Christ enters into his passion. We know how horrible it is. So let's put our own trials and tribulations, our own challenges in 2020 with all that's going on and compare it to what Christ is saying is about to happen to him and what eventually does happen to him. And let's uh, come back down to reality a little bit. Plus, uh, we'll continue a conversation on what's going on with the virus and and, and our country and our community. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community. And as always, representing the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you outside today. Because, you know, sometimes you just got to get outside. When you get a chance to get a breath of fresh air and you take in the world that God has given us, that he's blessed us with, something about it just reinvigorates you. It reinvigorates the body. It reinvigorates the soul to know that this world is a gift that God has blessed us with. He, Our lives are gifts that God has blessed us with. And not to mention all the individual gifts that he's blessed us with. It's time, it's, time, it's times like this that we should reflect on the greatness of our lives, the greatness of the complexity of, uh, complexity of it all, the greatness of God, his power, his might, uh, his intellect, just his intelligence, how everything he has formed works so well together how he has breathed life into us how he knitted us in our mother's womb how he knew us before we were born how he has a plan for us today and every day and regardless of the calamity that this country that this world seems that it's going through and and there are dangers there are uh, illnesses, there are sicknesses, there will be deaths, but there always is death. We, in this midst of calamity, we cannot forget the Creator of all, the 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 Lord and Savior who sent uh, His only Son down to Earth to become man, to become one of us, to sacrifice Him for all of our sins, for all of humanity, for all the people, prior, present, and in the future. When we think about the gifts that the Lord has given, the sacrifice that Jesus took upon himself, and we compare that to our lives, and today, even in the midst of all this coronavirus, even in the midst of all this pandemic, even in the midst of all this panic, what God has done for us far outweighs any trial, obstacle, or tribulation that you currently have going on, that I currently have going on. I mean, life's not easy for me either as, you know, to, to come out here and to make these videos, to continue to promote uh, the, 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 Christian, uh, the Christian American message is important to us. 
It's important to us. We're not making any money off of this thing. We're not getting rich by far from it. But it's important for the community. It's important for humanity. It's important for our children. If you and I can come together for a short period of time each, uh, each, each week and spread the message of Christ, if we could you know, reshare, retweet, if we could push out just a little bit more content, if we could share God's knowledge, God's word, God's motivation, God's inspiration to the world just to one more person, if all of us did that, we could reach thousands. Within a few clicks, we could reach millions. We got to stop being so self-centered. We got to stop turning away from God in our time of trouble because we get scared, because we have anxiety, because we get paranoid, because we don't think that God can help us in the situation that we are currently in. My friends, I will tell you that he can help us. Not only can he help us, he can He can lift us up. He can push us to new heights. He can push us beyond our, our own the self-implemented barriers. He can take us further than we could have ever imagined. He can provide uh, more abundance than we could ever think of. How many times have you found yourself in a position, in a place, and with a blessing that you didn't even realize that you wanted, and then all of a sudden you were, you got there, and you have you have to like pinch yourself and go, man, is this really happening? Did I really get a chance to do this? Did, did, did this blessing just shine down upon me out of the out of nowhere? Where where did this come from? How did I get here? My friends, you got there because Christ led you there. He has that power. He has that control, and he has that. Uh, to, that, that gift that he wants to put within us if we allow him to if we turn to him if we see if we keep his commandments now on the friday podcast we usually come to you to read a portion of scripture uh that picks up where we left off last week and we're going to do that uh as well this week and if you turn to your bibles in matthew chapter 20 uh verse 17 we're going to talk about jesus predicting his death so the the disciples have been following Jesus around. He's been giving words of wisdom, words of advice, different parables. On the uh, last week, we, we covered the the parable of the workers in the vineyard. Uh, the week before that, the rich man uh, came to him and wanted to know how to enter the kingdom of God. Uh, before that, Jesus was talking about divorce, and we we covered, you know, and and discussed why divorce or why marriage, rather, is so important to the Christian American community, to our way of life, how it's important to raise our children with a mother and a father. Uh, and it's it's been God's intent from the very beginning. You go back to the book of Genesis, Genesis 1, Genesis 2, as to the two becoming one flesh. And Jesus talks about that. When the rich man uh, comes to Jesus and wants to be uh, part of, uh, wants to be in the kingdom of heaven, he asked, what must I do? And Jesus said, says that you must obey the commandments. You, you must follow the commandments. And then he asked again, you know, well, what else can I do now that I've done all that? And he says, if you really want to be perfect, you should sell everything and come follow me. And then the rich man turns away because he has a lot of property, he has a lot of stuff that he's not willing to turn over. It doesn't mean he doesn't get into heaven. It just means that he's not perfect. And Jesus, uh, when addressing him, talks about being perfect. Last week we talked about the parable of the workers in the vineyard and if people, it tends to be that people are overly concerned with everyone else's gift, everyone else's work, everyone else's pay, everyone else's blessings rather than concentrating on what blessings they have. And so if you, if you want to learn more, if you want to hear what that was about, 
verbatim and then what we talked about go back to last week's podcast of the ver- the parable of the workers in the vineyard this week Jesus is talking about his death he predicts his death now this is the third time he's predicted his own death if you turn to Matthew chapter 20 verse 17 I'll start there and it says now that Jesus was going up to Jerusalem on the day he took the 12 aside and he said to them we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be delivered over to the chief of priests to the teachers of the law they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked to be flogged and crucified on the third day he will be raised to life so in this passage Jesus is once again professing what's about to take place because the the disciples haven't gotten it even after he says it a third time he doesn't get it they don't get it they still don't understand what he means even though he's being plainly spoken in this passage he's saying the son of man will be turned over i'm going to be turned over i'm going to be flogged i'm going to be mocked i'm going to be crucified he's going to be ridiculed he's going to be beaten he's going to be shamed And he's going to take on all of that shame. He's going to take on all of that pain. He's going to take on all of that suffering. He's going to take on that passion for the forgiveness of our sins, for the sins that we commit. We are fallen. The the disciples are fallen. The society at the time has fallen. Man has been fallen since the book of Genesis. And he's willing to do this. The amazing thing is that God is willing to do this. He's willing to give up his only son. He's Jesus is willing to take this. It's not easy. Obviously, it's not easy. We're going to get to a point in scripture later where he's sweating so profusely. He's sweating blood in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's asking that this cup pass. He's asking God that this cup pass from me. But he takes it on anyway. It's not, it's not that it's an easy task. The greatness in it is because it's a difficult task. Suffering in the short term, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, brings about prosperity in the long run. We have this idea, or at least we used to have this idea in this country of what's called delayed gratification. If we if we struggle today and we save and we scrimp and we do what we have to do today, the future will be brighter. Whatever pain, whatever struggle, whatever hardship, whatever challenge, whatever obstacles that we go through today are worth it because in the long run, we're going to be in a better position. We're going to be in a more advantageous spot. We're going to have what we need to have. We're going to be better prepared. There used to be even be a... Um, a cartoon, a kid's cartoon, the the ants and the grasshopper, where the ant starts to store up his food for the wintertime, and the grasshopper, all he does is play and lay around and doesn't do anything, and the wintertime comes, the grasshopper is starving, and he's looking for a place because he has no food stored, and he's about to die, and the ant, in a true, charitable, Christian way, and that's what these fairy tales were about, they were about a different way to spread God's message. Believe it or not, this is God's message. This is the message of delayed gratification, the message of doing what's right here on earth so that you can have, you can live in abundance with God for eternity. That's, that is a Christian message. People like, don't like to give credit 
to the to scripture. They don't like to give credit to, to the Bible. They don't like to give credit to Jesus, but it's true nonetheless. Our our fairy tales, our stories, our children's books, like the ant and the grasshopper, were also and are also built off these ideas. When I say that America is a Christian country, it was built on the foundations of Christ and the biblical you know, Judeo-Christian values system that is in both the Old and the New Testament. These are the types of examples that I'm talking about. It's embedded into our culture. It was created by men who believed these words on the on this paper that read scripture profusely, profusely that were profound in their uh, in their scripture doctrine. They were they had great uh, insight into the scriptures because. They didn't. They, they weren't full of distraction as we are today with everything and all this new technology and the the million of things that uh, most people have going on their, in their lives. Our founders were steeped in Christian tradition. They were steeped in Scripture, and for the vast majority of our nation, this has been commonplace. This idea has been commonplace. It's a shame that it's been lost, but we'll talk about that at a different time in a different podcast. But my point being is that Christ is letting his followers know that there is going to be a time that's coming that I'm going to go through these things. But fear not. Have faith. All will be well because I will be raised again on the third day. He said on the third day he will be raised to life. Now he's talking in the third person which probably confused a part of the confusion uh, to the disciples but nonetheless Christ is letting his followers know that these things are about to take place struggle is a part of life challenges are a part of life this coronavirus if it's not this virus it's going to be another virus just like previous viruses just like previous illnesses just like future pandemics there will come and they will go and there will be victims and uh there will be people that have uh you know struggles and challenges and it all must come to pass ladies and gentlemen if we lose our faith we've lost everything so as bad as things may seem believe me when i tell you that they're not that bad Okay, as bad as things may seem, I would tell you that if we lost our humanity, if we lost our knowledge of Scripture, if we lost our faith in God, that would be far, far worse than anything external to, to us. True, follow the guidelines that the government has to that government has offered about uh, social distancing and all of that. But reach out. To your friends, reach out to your families, reach out to your brothers and sisters in Christ, reach out to those who you go to church with whom your church may be suspended right now. You may not have church because they don't want large people gathering. Do not let this break your community. Do not let this uh, this whole ordeal encourage you or make you think that you don't have to get together, that you can then, oh, well, you know, remember when the pandemic happened? We didn't go to church for two weeks or three weeks. Everybody seemed okay. I don't have to go to church too often. Don't fall into that trap, ladies and gentlemen. Social distancing is one thing, but don't lose your connection. Don't lose your Christian connection to your brothers and your sisters during this trying time. 
That's why we're here. We're here on social media. We're here through technology because this is another way to spread God's message. This is another way that you can contribute to the Christian American community. This is another way that you can spread the message of Christ, that you can spread a good, wholesome message. The devil is using these same tools, the same platform to spew all the nonsense that traverses the internet. We won't get into it because you know it's a lot. The devil uses this same technology to come after our children. The devil uses this same technology all over the place in our society. Why can't we, why shouldn't we, Christian Americans, brothers, sisters, elders, leaders in Christian America, why can't we use this same technology to spread a message of love, spread a message of caring, spread a message of compassion, spread a message, a true message that God is alive in each and every one of us. He is working today and regardless of the challenges and the trials and tribulation, it's incumbent upon us that we stand strong in faith, that we not relent and we continue to speak his, speak his message. We continue to do good works on behalf of him. And that's what I'm going to encourage you to do this day and this weekend. And as long as it takes, as long as this outbreak you know, goes on, wherever you end up, wherever you wind up, whatever changes or challenges you have to make in order to keep your family safe, the only thing that I would ask is that you don't lose your faith. Remember to put your faith in the only place you can put your faith. You can't put your faith in government. You can't put your faith in man. You can't put your faith in this world. But you can put your faith in God Almighty. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. Continue to be a part of the dialogue here, the Christian American Dialogue by liking us, sharing us, tweeting us, following us, subscribing to us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, YouTube, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel, and the podcast on all the major podcast platforms. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay safe, stay healthy. Don't get sick, do the right thing, but don't lose your faith in Christ this weekend. Okay, stay strong. And if you don't have church, if your church has canceled, that's fine. Go back and watch some of these old videos. Go ahead and share some of this content. Go ahead and pick up scripture yourself and, and, and read over the book of Matthew. Um, honestly, it's my favorite book in the New Testament. Uh, so do that uh, if your church is out or even if your church is in. You, it still won't hurt you. It can only help you. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay on fire for Christ. We'll see you next week. Good morning, Christian America.